0: Hello and welcome to Life Changes You. I'm Daniel and today we are continuing on with the 10 keys of happiness. Today is key 10, which is meaning. And I have with me again, after 10 weeks, uh, Katie Dip, principal psychologist and owner of Elysium Psychology. How are you, Katie?
1: I'm good, thanks, Dan. How are you doing today?
0: I'm good, thank you. So how did you manage last week with um, acceptance? Have you been getting that into your daily work?
1: I have, Dan. It's been uh, self-compassion is something I try to do frequently. Um, as yep. a working mum, I have to meet my guilt and my frustrations with compassion and a recognition That's great. that uh, I'm not always going to do it Right um so yeah it's always an opportunity to practice
0: that's good yeah yeah acceptance is really good we've had quite a few emails regarding acceptance and people thought it was a really good one
1: how about you have you been practicing self-acceptance
0: uh yeah i'm always accepting of myself um and always practicing these 10 keys because they're very important to a happier life
1: absolutely good to hear
0: Okay. So this week is part 10 and what are we doing for part 10? What's that last key?
1: Yeah. So we're looking at meaning. So the great dream has come to an end. Uh, The M in dream is a focus on meaning. So we know that people who have a sense of meaning or a sense of purpose in their lives are happier. They often have a a good sense of control, um, and, and get more out of what they do. You know, it's almost like it drives for them to strive beyond themselves. Yeah. Um, They often experience less stress, less anxiety, less depression. Um, so yeah, like we're going to talk today in today's session about that idea of meaning and what that looks like and how to create that, um, and day. you actually
0: you just summed that up really well because Martin Selig- Seligman, the founder of positive psychology, describes meaning as a vital component of happiness and well-being.
1: Yeah, look, Martin Seligman is forefather of psychology and obviously a very big promoter of positive psychology. Yeah. Um, if anyone's interested, they should look at his journey um, towards positive psychology because it was quite an interesting one that he wasn't always a, an advocate of positive psychology. So um, definitely his work is, is important um, in the research uh, into things like meaning and the benefits it has for well-being definitely lots of um research out there that supports this and this is the thing with these keys dan That's really important for people to know this isn't something that you and i sort of came up with this is founded in very very strong research that has been um you know shown evidence that these factors positively contribute to well-being so certainly and it's been um,
0: like a worldwide study hasn't it for a number of years
1: Yeah, yeah, it's been around for some time. Look, the study of, you know, the the wisdom of positive psychology and well-being has been around for centuries. Um, Western. I think
0: we we, we named one of them a little while ago, didn't we? What was his name? ASOP.
1: Yes, that's right. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: He's been around a while.
0: Yeah, yeah, seven hundred and twenty-five BC, I think.
1: That's right. So certainly, the, the study of this, uh, you know, the organised study of well-being and happiness is more recent than his work. But um, yep. yeah, definitely, the idea of it, the idea that that people can engage in actions that will positively contribute to well-being, has certainly been around a long time.
0: And I guess some people like, if you were to say, "What's your meaning?" an easier way for them to understand is your calling, you know, what what are you called to do? Like, what do you feel? And that's not just a religious sense of I was called to God, but you know, most people say, well, I really thought I should do this job, you know? Yeah.
1: yeah. And look, a big way um, to understand, or or in some ways a simple way to understand what is meaning or what describes having meaning is this idea of, being a part of something that's beyond ourselves or, you know, um, being a part of something that we believe is bigger than ourselves. So the idea of that, that being a calling, I think you're referring to like a, like a plight or a belief or, you know, an action or a passion that goes beyond ourselves. And I think this is really important. And if you think back to when we talk about giving and relating, you know, in those early, um, Uh, podcasts these are all things that go beyond ourselves so again the things within a bit the great dream were looking at attributes within ourselves and so meaning is is an action within ourselves however it is certainly a part of something beyond ourselves if that makes sense yeah so it's um, you know seen as uh, going beyond what we do in our day to day. Would it would
0: be like your speech spirituality?
1: It could be, Yep. yeah, yep. could be. And spirit. that's
0: not also just in the God sense. I mean, people have their own sense of their own spirituality, as in Mother Earth and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, yeah. So spirituality is not always religious based. Um, it obviously can be about people's connection, a deeper connection to anything, really, whether that is based in religion or other things. Um, but it also may just be a passion. Uh, it may be a movement. Um, there may be many things that you could uh, refer. Either it could be, you know, a job or an activity. It tends to have a drive in a sense of doing something, you know, motivating an action towards another thing, Um, you know, whether that is a belief or, you know, an outcome, for people to recognise that meaning can be small. Uh, It doesn't need to be as big as a religious meaning, but it's, again, looking at, you know, looking at at things outside of ourselves.
0: And And it can be activities as well, can't it? Because, you know, if you have a, a passion or purpose for something, then that gives your life meaning, that gives you meaning because you're doing it passionately. You're, you're actually, it's something you really want to do and it drives yeah. you probably to go further.
1: I think what's important about meaning when it comes to activities or jobs or things like that, Dan, is that is that no activity will deliberately give you meaning. Yeah. You, you need to find the meaning within yourselves. So I think that's where I want people to recognise that, That you could be deeply religious or you could commit, you know, many hours to a particular movement, but that doesn't mean that it will give you meaning, you know. So I think that that people need to recognise this is something within ourselves and and nobody outside of ourselves can tell us what gives our life meaning. So I can't say to you, Dan, what you do as a job gives you meaning. Now, I might view it in that way, but that's not necessarily coming from within you. You might find yeah. your meaning in another activity. So yeah. um, it's important for people to recognise it's not that the job or activity gives us meaning. We find meaning in other things.
0: And you can't really do the same thing with your partner, can you? You know, if they've got meaning in something, um, you can't sort of jump on the bandwagon and go, oh, well, this is my passion too, because it's not really what you're passionate about. You're just supporting your partner in yeah, their passion. Yeah, Exactly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So just because you share that interest with somebody else doesn't mean that you will also find that meaning. So, you know, finding meaning can come from an experience of reflection or from others, or, you know, you might find meaning in um, being loved or getting appreciation from others or seeing the influence of what you do in the world around you.
0: Yeah, so what you were saying was, was really interesting and it's like sometimes we only really find the meaning in our lives when we're faced with an important stage. You know, it could be like parenthood, middle age, where we start to think about what the future holds and then we start to really, I guess, drill down on what the meaning of life is for us. And maybe people in their, I don't know, say teenage years, to early 20s, probably don't have a great idea of what their meaning is. But as you get older, it becomes more important. Well, what's my meaning? What am I passionate about? What do I want to do with my life? You know, I guess it's also when you start to see that those end years or twilight years or golden years are coming closer. And then you start to realise, well, this is my passion. This is what I do well. You know, this is what I can keep doing because I love what I'm doing. And and that's not easy for some people. Some people are in jobs they really hate, Um, but then they might have something outside of work that gives the meaning.
1: Yeah, I think that, meaning finding meaning um or you know that idea of striving for something beyond ourselves you know we talk about existentialism you know we talk about that idea of of that existential experience you know and I think that that ultimately it's fundamental within us and I think that it does grow and develop and I think that I think you're right that I, I don't know Uh, how much it comes through adolescence, how much then it evolves in early adulthood and kind of continues to evolve as we go through life and have life experiences. Because I think that, you know, finding meaning is about connecting beyond ourselves. So we need to have developed enough within ourselves to then have the insight. Absolutely. So I think that almost life experiences contribute to that experience of, you know, that idea of being connected existentially to something beyond ourselves, which sounds very abstract but it sounds like it's fundamental to our development, you know, and our sense of who we are and our sense of our connection in the world as a, as a big picture um, yeah. and even beyond that, you know, to humanity, to the universe. Um, so I think that this idea of, of finding meaning and how do we go about doing that is inherently a driver for most of us and if we can it is.
0: promote yeah. and i also think that once you have that meaning um i'm not saying that life is simple but things fall into place easier once you have your passion and you realize where you're going and why you're doing it things then seem to become a lot easier to understand for yourself. And it doesn't mean you don't still strive for bigger things or better things or better ways to do things, but it makes it easier once you have that core passion and your belief and your meaning, then things seem to just all come into one.
1: I think, you know, it can, it can easily feed into goal setting. It can easily feed into relating. It can easily feed into self-acceptance because the, the lack of meaning can be associated with people feeling undecisive, uh, feeling confused about who they are, about their yeah. drive, about what makes their life valuable, what gives their life meaning, you know. And I think that um, self-acceptance and self-esteem are both very important and, and finding meaning in life um, can, can certainly Uh, provide us with the evidence that we do have value beyond ourselves, uh, which I think can be really powerful for people developing a sense of identity and a sense of um, pride, I guess, in who they are.
0: So does meaning also move across into working for your own community and things like that? Like when people have a passion for what they do in the community? Because, I mean, we're not saying that you only have one meaning do we? I mean, you can have lots of meanings and lots of passions. Um, and, and as you get older, you actually find out which things are the things you really like, what works for you. And you, then you extend and you, you have more meaning.
1: Absolutely. And I think like you mentioned earlier, Dan, like our experiences in life, such as change of life experiences like parenthood or, you know, as we move through life, if there's a death or a change or a significant life event it can certainly promote the striving towards meaning, you know, and it often is a reminder for us to, to look for our role within the bigger world, you know, to look for our place beyond ourselves. Um, and then that gives us a sense of safety and security, and it gives us a sense of value and value adding to that wider society. So, you know, certainly, um, it becomes the antidote to those existential crises of what's the point, you know, why am I here? Um, You know, what's the meaning of life kind of. Well, um, I was just going to ask
0: you, I mean, it's an age old question. What is the meaning of life for you?
1: Interestingly, you know, for me, um, my purpose where I find my meaning is in the service to others. So I'm lucky that, you know, the, the 10 keys to happiness, so much of them I do every day in my service to others. So, um, you know, that, that idea of giving to others relating, um, you know, they're, they're all, it gives me a a meaning. It gives me a sense of pride in the work that I do. So, um, I think that each individual has their own experience of what is, the purpose for them, yeah. you know, what is their value? Um, and, and nobody can prescribe that for you. Nobody can say you need to go and do this, therefore you will be meaningful, you know. That's yeah. an individual experience. And I think um, I'm, I'm lucky that that in my service to others, as, as in with yourself.
0: Yeah, you know, I mean, I was just going to say I agree with you entirely because, yeah, my meaning has always been helping others and I've worked in disability and counselling for years. And that is definitely my calling and my passion. And uh, I can never accomplish everything because there's always something new that I can do to help make lives better and help people to communicate and pursue things better. So for me, my passion and for me to strive is for working in disability and aged care, those sort of things.
1: Mm, yeah. And I think that, as, as we've said, it feeds back into your decision-making You know, it makes it easier for you to make decisions moving forward, but also your identity and being a psychologist for me. And we've talked about this when we were talking about my journey into being a psychologist, about the many hats that I wear, you know, which are all part of my identity. But I think I'm lucky that I work in an area that positively contributes to my identity. So every day I'm reminded of why I do what I do and how that feeds back to my own sense of meaning. So, um, you know, I do feel very privileged in that role um, and very grateful to my clients for the, the part they play in helping me to find meaning
0: yeah. and to, to
1: contribute that back to the wider society beyond myself. So it's definitely a probably more abstract one of the keys. Um, yeah, definitely. And, and, definitely
0: and yeah, road. it's... Uh, but, look, I mean, when you look at them, uh, pretty much all the keys work along the way to then unlocking this key
1: yeah yeah absolutely and they certainly can contribute positively to finding that meaning you know and yeah. you may find that in the process of doing the others you find meaning
0: yeah that's great katie all right well look that's good we've covered the whole 10 keys
1: Excellent. 10 yeah, keys thank you. to thank
0: happiness you.
1: so Thanks, everybody
0: man. out there who's listening should be so happy <laughs> Or well, working towards being so happy.
1: It, yes, that's what I was going to say. At least working towards it. I don't, think, I don't think there's a point where you reach ultimate happiness. I think we just contribute to working positively to improving our happiness and, you know, it can go up, which is great.
0: Well, isn't uh, complete, happy, uh, no, complete or, or is it enlightenment when you've completed Maslow's hierarchy of needs?
1: Yes, but there's no end point to self actualization
0: no. But you do get to a point where you go, actually, I've covered most of those.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. self actualization and striving when it comes to human development is a never-ending process.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, Katie, that was great. It was really good to have Thank you me. along for those 10 keys. Um, I'm That's sure everybody fun. listening would have had a great time listening to both of us talk about them. I'm sorry the audio for the last couple of weeks wasn't great. Um, I didn't realise by using my AirPods that it would just not give good sound. So, um, yeah. All right, Katie. So uh, I think we're going to do a summary uh, next week, aren't we? Just a quick track back over all 10 keys.
1: Yes, we are.
0: Just in case people just want a snapshot of what they were. Okay, so I'll speak to you soon, Katie. All right.
1: Thanks, Dan. See ya. Bye.
0: So, if you would like to contact me, you can contact me at lifechangesyou.com.au, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Until next time, enjoy all that life has to offer. Look after each other. Bye bye.